Welcome to Daily Audio Bible Chronological. I'm Jill, and today is the 15th day of February. Welcome from the Holy Land. We are in Israel, and it's just been an amazing trip, an amazing time together, and I am so grateful that I get to share this with you a little bit. It's just not the same, of course, as being here, but we realize that not everybody will get to take the trip of a lifetime in a lifetime. And so this is uh, just a little way that we offer you a glimpse into where the Bible comes to life. It's where the the pages, uh, they turn to 3D and it's just incredible. There's so much that we take in. Uh, the days do go by fast, uh, but boy, it's feeling like we've been here <laughs> a month, maybe, give or take. And um, well, I'm about ready to be home. I left half of my family there and half of my family is here. And it's hard to have a mom's heart in two places. So I will be so happy <laughs> to all be together. I am happiest and most at peace when all of the kids are over sitting at the table and there's good food on the table and everyone is just right where I can see them. And so craving that, but we have to endure a little bit longer. Sorry, I missing my folks today. So, uh, okay, Jill, focus. We're going to refocus. Okay, we're here to read the Bible. We are reading the book of Leviticus today. We're continuing the Levitical law being laid out to Moses and to the children of Israel. And we are right in the middle of that. So we'll continue today reading chapters 8 through 10. And this week we are reading contemporary English version. Leviticus chapter 8. The Lord said to Moses, Send for Aaron and his sons, as well as their priestly clothes, the oil for ordination, the bull for the sin offering, the two rams, and a basket of bread made without yeast. Then bring the whole community of Israel together at the entrance to the sacred tent. Moses obeyed the Lord, and when everyone had come together, he said, We are here to follow the Lord's instructions. After Moses told Aaron and his sons to step forward, he told them to wash themselves. He put the priestly shirt and robe on Aaron and wrapped the sash around his waist. Then he put the sacred vest on Aaron and fastened it with a finely woven belt. Next, he put on Aaron the sacred breastpiece that was used in finding out what the Lord wanted his people to do. He placed the turban on Aaron's head and on the front of the turban was the narrow strip of thin gold as a sign of his dedication to the Lord. Moses then dedicated the sacred tent and everything in it to the Lord by sprinkling them with some of the oil for ordination. He sprinkled the bronze altar seven times and he sprinkled its equipment as well as the large bronze bowl and its base. He also poured some of the oil on Aaron's head to dedicate him to the Lord. Next, Moses dressed Aaron's sons in their shirts, then tied sashes around them, 
and put special caps on them, just as the Lord had commanded. Moses led out the bull that was to be sacrificed for sin, and Aaron and his sons laid their hands on its head. After it was killed, Moses dipped a finger in the blood and smeared some of it on each of the four corners of the bronze altar before pouring out the rest at the foot of the altar. This purified the altar and made it a fit place for offering the sacrifice for sin. Moses then took the fat on the bull's insides, as well as the lower part of the liver and the two kidneys with their fat, and sent them up in smoke on the altar fire. Finally, he took the skin and the flesh of the bull, together with the food still in its stomach, and burned them outside the camp, just as the Lord had commanded. Moses led out the ram for the sacrifice to please the Lord. After Aaron and his sons had laid their hands on its head, Moses killed the ram and splattered its blood against the four sides of the altar. Moses had the animal cut up, and he washed its insides and hind legs. Then he laid the head, the fat, and the rest of the ram on the altar, and sent them up in smoke with a smell that pleased the Lord. All this was done just as the Lord had commanded. Moses led out the ram for the ceremony of ordination. Aaron and his sons laid their hands on its head, and it was killed. Moses smeared some of its blood on Aaron's right earlobe, some of his right thumb, and some on the big toe of his right foot. Moses did the same thing for Aaron's sons before splattering the rest of the blood against the four sides of the altar. He took the animal's fat tail, the fat on its insides, and the lower part of the liver and the two kidneys with their fat and the right hind leg. Then he took from a basket some of each of the three kinds of bread that had been made without yeast and had been dedicated to the Lord. Moses placed the bread on top of the meat and gave it all to Aaron and his sons, who lifted it up to show that it was dedicated to the Lord. After this, Moses placed it on the fires of the altar and sent it up in smoke with a smell that pleased the Lord. This was part of the ordination ceremony. Moses lifted up the choice ribs of the ram to show that they were dedicated to the Lord. This was the part that the Lord had said Moses could have. Finally, Moses sprinkled the priestly clothes of Aaron and his sons with some of the oil for ordination and with some of the blood from the altar. So Aaron and his sons, together with their priestly clothes, were dedicated to the Lord. Moses said to Aaron and his sons, The Lord told me that you must boil this meat at the entrance to the sacred tent and eat it there with the bread. Burn what is left over and stay near the entrance to the sacred tent until the ordination ceremony ends seven days from now. We have obeyed the Lord in everything that has been done today so that your sins may be forgiven. The Lord has told me that you must stay near the entrance to the tent for seven days and nights or else you will die. Aaron and his sons obeyed everything that the Lord had told Moses they must do. Eight days later, Moses called together Aaron, his sons, and Israel's leaders. Then he said to Aaron, Find a young bull and a ram that have nothing wrong with them. Offer the bull to the Lord as a sacrifice for sin and the ram as a sacrifice to please him. Tell the people of Israel that they must offer sacrifices as well. They must offer a goat as a sacrifice for sin and a bull and a ram as a sacrifice to please the Lord. The bull and the ram must be a year old and have nothing wrong with them. Then the people must offer a bull and a ram as a sacrifice to ask the Lord's blessing 
and also a grain sacrifice mixed with oil. Do this because the Lord will appear to you today. After the animals and the grain had been brought to the front of the sacred tent and the people were standing there in the presence of the Lord, Moses said, The Lord has ordered you to do this so that he may appear to you in all of his glory. Aaron, step up to the altar and offer the sacrifice to please the Lord. Then offer the sacrifices for the forgiveness of your sins and for the sins of the people, just as the Lord has commanded. Aaron stepped up to the altar and killed the bull that was to be the sacrifice for his sins. His sons brought him the blood. He dipped a finger in it, smeared some on the four corners of the bronze altar, and poured out the rest at its foot. But he sent up in smoke the fat, the kidneys, and the lower part of the liver, just as the Lord had commanded Moses. Then Aaron burned the skin and the flesh outside the camp. After Aaron had killed the ram that was sacrificed to please the Lord, Aaron's sons brought him the blood, and he splattered it against all four sides of the altar. They brought him each piece of the animal, including the head, and he burned them all on the altar. He washed the insides and the hind legs and also sent them up in smoke. Next, Aaron sacrificed the goat for the sins of the people, as he had done with the sacrifice for his own sins. And so, he burned this sacrifice on the altar in the proper way. He also presented the grain sacrifice and burned a handful of the flour on the altar as part of the morning sacrifice. Finally, he killed the bull and the ram as a sacrifice to ask the Lord's blessing on the people. Aaron's sons brought him the blood, and he splattered it against the four sides of the altar. His sons placed all the fat as well as the kidneys and the lower part of the liver on top of the choice ribs. Then Aaron burned the fat on the altar and lifted up the ribs and the right hind leg to show that these were dedicated to the Lord. This was done just as the Lord had instructed Moses. Aaron held out his hand and gave the people his blessing before coming down from the bronze altar where he had offered the sacrifices. He and Moses went into the sacred tent, and when they came out, they gave the people their blessing. Then the Lord appeared to the people in all of his glory. The Lord sent fiery flames that burned up everything on the altar. And when everyone saw this, they shouted and fell to their knees to worship the Lord. Nadab and Abihu were two of Aaron's sons, but they disobeyed the Lord by burning incense to him on a firepan when they were not supposed to. Suddenly the Lord sent fiery flames and burned them to death. Then Moses told Aaron that this was exactly what the Lord had meant when he said, I demand respect from my priests, and I will be praised by everyone. Aaron was speechless. Moses sent for Mishael and Elzaphan, the two sons of Aaron's uncle Uziel. Then he told them, Take these two dead relatives of yours outside the camp, far from the entrance to the sacred tent. So they dragged the dead men away by their clothes. Then Moses told Aaron and his two other sons, Eleazar and Ithamar, Don't show your sorrow by messing up your hair and tearing your priestly clothes, or the Lord will get angry. He will kill the three of you and punish everyone else. It's all right for your relatives, the people of Israel, to mourn for those he destroyed by fire. But you are the Lord's chosen priests, and you must not leave the sacred tent, or you will die. Aaron and his two sons obeyed Moses. The Lord said to Aaron, When you or your sons enter the sacred tent, you must never drink beer or wine. If you do, you will die right there. 
This law will never change. You must learn the difference between what is holy and what isn't holy, and between the clean and the unclean. You must also teach the people of Israel everything that I commanded Moses to say to them. Moses told Aaron and his two sons, Eleazar and Ithamar, The grain sacrifice that was offered to give thanks to the Lord is very holy, so make bread without yeast from the part that wasn't sent up its smoke and eat it beside the altar. The Lord has said that this belongs to you and your sons and that it must be eaten in a holy place. But the choice ribs and the hind leg that were lifted up may be eaten by your entire family as long as you do so in an acceptable place. These parts are yours from the sacrifices that the people offer to ask the Lord's blessing. This is what the Lord has commanded, and it will never change. When Moses asked around and learned that the ram for the sin sacrifice had already been burned on the altar, he became angry with Eleazar and Ithamar and said, Why didn't you eat the meat from this sacrifice in an acceptable place? It is very holy, and the Lord has given you this sacrifice to remove Israel's sin and guilt. Whenever an animal's blood isn't brought into the sacred tent, I commanded you to eat its meat in an acceptable place, but you burned it instead. Their father Aaron replied, Today two of my sons offered the sacrifice for sin and the sacrifice to please the Lord, and look what has happened to me. Would the Lord have approved if I had eaten the sacrifice for sin? Moses was satisfied with Aaron's reply. Father, we thank you for your word. Thank you for how it nourishes us, sustains us, challenges us, deepens us, cuts us, speaks to us. And ultimately, it sets us free as we walk into the truth, the healing and the freedom that is waiting for us, that only you can provide. And we thank you for that. We pray this now in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, today's recap is going to be really short and really sweet uh, because the body and the brain are tired. Uh, this morning we started at Bet Shan, which is just absolutely amazing the amount of remains and ruins I, I mean literally if you're standing up as far as the eye can see and I believe they said it's about 10% of what we were seeing that was actually visible from where we were standing but the remains of this city just went on and on and on but uh, we had about an hour there we could have spent literally a whole day Roman architecture the pillars the Colosseum um, the stage the stairs just unbelievable but then uh, just looking up over the hill was Philistine territory and so you could see the the giants perhaps uh, I don't know it wasn't there but um more than likely in pretty plain view if everything is was as it is now so we 
uh, took that in. It was very cool, walking on a very ancient uh, road that was every bit uh, Roman-engineered and architectural. It was cold and windy, but beautiful. The sun was shining. And then from there, uh, we headed toward Mount Carmel. Absolutely beautiful place with the overlook just magnificent. Again, seeing the lush greenery, the crops that look like perfect patchwork from there. And below us was the Valley of Armageddon. And then we took a little five-minute jog down the road, had a lovely lunch with the Druze people. And then we ended today at at Caesarea. Caesarea Philippi is where we were uh, several days ago. It <laughs> feels like last month. Last month we were at Caesarea Philippi. Uh, today we're at Caesarea uh, again, just absolutely magnificent remains. Uh, and this is a lovely place because it's right by the water. So got to walk the beach with uh, Brian and our son Ezekiel, who loves the beach like his mama does, and pick some shells and just look out over the water and then see the remains uh, of an old pool that would have been part of this former palace from the day of Herod, or as Ezekiel says, Herod. And then uh, a little bit further down are stairs, a very ancient staircase. Uh, you can see where the dock used to be made of stone um, but there's grass now grown up to where the dock was because of the, the sand accumulating over the years and filling in all of that water where the dock was. And it's just crazy, <laughs> like truly crazy that it's still there. And then this ancient staircase and a new staircase built right next to that so you have the new next to something old and it's it's just all stunning and fabulous and then after that we made our way to our new hotel our new destination we're here for one night and then we will be in Jerusalem tomorrow and we'll be there for the final leg of the tour it truly feels like we've been here a month already. Uh, we're getting close to double digits <laughs> of days that we've been here and definitely feeling it. Uh, just really tired today. Seems like the overall consensus is just not sure if it's the wind that got us this morning or if just the overall fatigue of going, going, going is uh, catching up with us. But I'll tell you what, we have... We have several seasoned sages on this trip and uh, they always amaze me at what they are able to do and what they are determined to do and sometimes with help and sometimes they're fine, they've got it and uh, so they get the MVP <laughs> award for me because 
they're just an inspiration to all of us. And I, I love them. I love that there's always a couple of women or one woman <laughs> that just amazes us with her endurance and fragility yet determination and um yeah so i'm inspired by them always again we thank you for your prayers and uh, ask you to keep them coming because we are not there yet we're on the home stretch and uh still some days to go lots of activity packed in there and I think we all just need a little second win tomorrow. So uh, thanks for coming along with us. Thanks for praying for us, with us. And can't wait to see what tomorrow holds. So that's going to do it for me today. I'm soon hitting that bed. I think I'll be out in about five seconds. <laughs> we'll turn the page together tomorrow and I look forward to it until then love one another hi my name's Jake and I'm calling and um, as I heard Saved by Grace Happy Thalys talk about her six-year-old grandson and the story really broke my heart so dear God you have a special place in your heart for children as you said let the little children come to me and I just pray that you would break the stronghold of darkness in his life, that he would be delivered from this darkness that has entered into his heart and his mind. And nothing is too hard for you. I just pray that he would be saved, that the trauma or anything that's went on in his life, that you would heal it and that you would protect him and his classmates from anything that might be in conversations and talked about. And I just pray that you would save him and it would be a testimony to his teachers, to his classmates, and to his parents who are struggling to um, come together. And I just, I just, ask in Jesus' name that you would set him free and and just rescue him from all of the chaos in his life. And thank you. Thank you, Jesus. And I ask this in your name. Amen. Greetings to you, my DAB family. This is Walking in the Light in Tennessee. Still walking in the light in Tennessee. Um, thank God for this community, for all of you. And I wanted to um, appeal for prayers. I've shared with you some, some of you over the last year. My oldest son had moved back in with me, and I didn't know if it was a good idea or not. And I'm satisfied now that it's not a good idea. But um, the longer he's been here, the more mm, turbulent the relationship has gotten. And so I am, mm, what's the word? just really exasperated, tired. I'm still working, he's not working. Uh, I have to beg him to turn his music down. Um, it's just a bad, bad, bad situation. 
So I need your prayers. I need your advice. Um, I know there's a lot of good uh, mother wit, good, goodly, uh, godly instruction. Not that I don't know that. I hear that and I try to use it. But I need prayers for myself because I lose it. I get verbal. I get vocal. Um, I start to scream and it's not good. It's just not good. So pray for my home, my family, and my oldest son. Um, and ironically, his name is Marcus. I've heard several people on here named Marcus. So, But um, this, again, is walking in the light in Tennessee, needing the prayers of the saints to help me to endure this time of testing or ask God for the wisdom to show me what to do and how to do it. And I love you all. God bless. Still walking in the light in Tennessee. Amen. This is Jersey Jane for Jesus. It is Wednesday, February 8th. And Jill called in to the DABC to tell us about the arrival and the meetings in Israel. I'm so excited for all of you. Oh, I wish I could have joined you. Um, you're going to have a wonderful, wonderful journey through God's territory. I also want to send comfort and care and prayer to Adrian, his mighty tortoise, who just lost her best friend of 27 years, Lou. Oh, Adrian, I'm sorry. You said you had lost your husband of 30 years, your mother just a few years ago, and now your best friend. Those are major losses. And I'm so sorry, and I pray the blood of Jesus over you and your comfort, that he helps to heal your broken heart. And for Song of Joy, you called in about your mother's blood clot. I hope that that's resolved by now. And also tomorrow, you'll hear this afterwards, but tomorrow you have your first surgery. I not I have never had a surgery either. It's, the idea of it scares me. I'm not one for pain. I, I would dread that. But I pray that whatever the problem is, Jesus guides those doctors' hands and that you feel well afterwards and heal it healed. God bless DABC. Good morning, DABC family. Um, this is for Andy, I think from Maryland, who's traveling with her daughter. Actually, it's on today. Um, so just wanted to lift you and your daughter up in prayer. Father God, we come to you on this morning, this beautiful, wonderful, and amazing day. Thanking you for your grace and your mercy, Lord God. We thank you because you allowed us to roll out of bed and have the use of our limbs. Lord God, now I speak a special blessing over Andy's daughter who has the interview for um, the PA, at the PA school, Father God. I thank you, Lord God, that your spirit has already gone before her and made every crooked path straight. Father God, I thank you for your supernatural and unmerited favor, Lord God. I thank you, Father God, that when she speaks, 
it will be your spirit that will be speaking through her. Lord God, I thank you that even now you're placing the right interviewers um, before her, Father God. I thank you right now for the confidence that you have given to her because you, your word says that we should not put away our confidence because after we have done the will of God, we will receive the reward. So I thank you that she has received um, not only the confidence, but the reward that goes with having the confidence in you and knowing that this is where you want her to be. I thank you, Lord God, for traveling grace and mercy. I thank you that they have um, reached their destination safely, and I ask that you take them home safely. I thank you for her mother, for being a praying mother, for calling and asking and requesting prayer for her daughter, Lord God. I ask for special favor for that mother. These and many, many more we ask in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Simone from Texas calling. Praying everything went well. Love you.